What would I do without you? You'll always have me. Has Elsa seemed weird to you? She seems like Elsa. There's this voice. Voice? What does that mean? It's been three years, probably, or so that you've been working on this, and I would imagine that means it's been three years of people saying to you, what can you tell me about it? It has been three years of <laughs> people asking me, what can you say about it? Um, and I will answer the same way I have for the last three years. You will find out in three short weeks. And, uh, and how do people respond to that? Like, how do your, you must have friends that have little kids that are very excited about this idea. Oh, it's it's so funny. I got the, I got such a crazy text from my 18-year-old uh, niece the other day just asking me questions about the plot. And I'm That's like, funny. just wait, just, you'll <laughs> see. Why do you need me to spoil it for you? But the, it, it's a thrill because it shows how invested fans are mm -hmm. in, in these characters and their stories. And, and you know, as our creative team has stated before, uh, specifically Chris and Jen, who are the co-directors on the film, the only reason to do a sequel to Frozen was if the characters themselves warranted Right. Uh, answering unanswered questions. I'm going with you. Anna, no. Excuse me, I climbed the North Mountain, survived a frozen heart, and saved you from my ex-boyfriend, so, you know, I'm coming. It's, it's been um, nine years of it, because we worked on the first one, which came out six years ago, mm -hmm. three years prior to that, and there were all, it was always spill the beans, spill the beans. <laughs> but the only people I told were my kids. You and trusted your children? Not at all, but I was very excited. <laughs> it goes through so many incarnations. Yeah. They're really, um, it's actually, um, it's great. It, it, the process of, of working on this with the Disney, our Disney family and how collaborative they are and they sort of let you in on every step of the way and what they're thinking and how they're building things and what works and what doesn't work. And so every time we come in, whether it be every three months to then as it starts to get closer, every six weeks, every three weeks, and you see the nuances and the changes. Um, and they let you add. Yeah. They say, what do you think she would do here? Which is like, unlike any other process, they really let us infuse ourselves. I guess because this takes so much longer than making a live action film. You know, you're coming in every three months for three years or something. You know, you do have more chance to fiddle with it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And they and they get a lot of opinions from very smart people at the company to see what works. Yeah. And anything that isn't hitting the highest emotional temperature, they take out of the mm -hmm. sequence. And you have the time to do that, which I think is why these animated movies are usually so good. Far away, as north as we can go once stood an enchanted forest. You've seen an enchanted forest? Yes, it was a magical place, but something went wrong. Since then, no one can get in or out. Wow, Papa, that was epic. This is a journey of self-discovery. This is a journey of not only dealing with the challenges of the unknown, uh, in terms of confronting your future, but also dealing with your past, reconciling your mm -hmm. past. And Anna, Elsa, Kristoff, Sven, and Olaf are all on that journey, uh, more so than even the first film. This is a family adventure. And it's something that I think is gonna surprise 
uh, entertain and ultimately challenge our audience who also has grown since the first movie came out six years ago. Well, I think we spoke around that time and there was a, a little Olaf doll that, right. that had come out, a little like a stuffed thing. And did you just have a daughter then? Am I remembering the story? Mm -hmm. My daughter was two yeah. when the movie came out. But she kind of had her mind blown. That she had her mind blown. She, she the, the craziest thing was I took, you're breaking our set. I am breaking the set. We, we have more. <laughs> um, but she was two and I took her to go see Monsters University in the theater. Mm. And there was the trailer, the teaser trailer for Frozen was Olaf and Sven, uh, and there was no dialogue, right. but Olaf laughed. And I'll never forget, she looked at me, and she didn't know, she looked at me and she goes, Dada? More Dada. And that was like one of those moments in life that you just freeze, and you're like, oh God, I love you so much. Um, but uh, having just taken both my daughters now, because I have two, five and eight, to go see a screening of the sequel, mm -hmm. I don't think I have been more nervous than their response to right. the movie because I was like, God, if they don't like it, I'm screwed. <laughs> and not only were their jaws on the floor the entire time, but my oldest daughter, who grew up with the first one, looks at me and she goes, Daddy, I think I loved it even more than the first one. Uh. And, you know, had a lot of questions, but uh, ultimately my favorite question was, when can we see it again? And that is the thing that, like, is the icing on the cake for me, is I get to share this movie about sisters with my two daughters um, who have their own relationship mm -hmm. that reflects that of Anna and Elsa's. And I think that that's the most beautiful part about this franchise. Well, And you grew up as a Disney kid as well, though. I mean, you love those loving, movies. You, you understand the love of that, right? Yeah, I mean, I was, I was sort of at the same age during the second golden age of mm -hmm. Disney animation. So I was the kid who grew up at that pivotal juncture where Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, mm -hmm. Aladdin and Lion King, just like, it was insane. Yeah. Uh, it was like Beatlemania. You would, you <laughs> would just wait with anticipation at what Disney was gonna do next. And you know, no character had a bigger influence on me than Robin Williams' brilliant uh, performances of the genie and Aladdin. And sitting in a dark theater at that age, I remember looking at my, mo my mom and being like, I wanna do that one day. Where are we? <gasps> How did you get in the forest? The mist parted for us. Impossible. Where did you learn magic? I saw you saying Let It Go at uh, D23, whenever that was, six the years ago time. probably, I the first time around, too. and it snowed inside. They made it snow inside, and it blew my mind. And I thought, you know, if this, if they can translate this, what I'm hearing and seeing right now onto the screen uh, in the first time around, I thought this will be massive. And it was. As you were standing there, before anybody saw the movie, uh, what were you thinking? Were you thinking, this is going to be huge, this is going to change everything? No. I no? Didn't, <laughs> I didn't know. I, I, like we were saying, it was this sort of slow roll of uh, success with the first movie. And when you're just aware that you're working with incredible people mm -hmm. with this company that's done this, this, these iconic films. Um, you, you've, as a performer, to be in a Disney movie and singing as a princess or something like that, yeah, I mean, yeah. that was all that was important. And, and I, 
I was so excited to be a part of that. And then that song, I had no idea. I mean, I knew that I loved the song. I knew that it felt great when the characters sang the song, but you have no idea what something's, how something's going to resonate with people. Why do you think it struck a nerve with people? I think, um, I think there's a complexity to Elsa and the relationship between Anna and Elsa. It's, it's a variety of things. I think the relationship has to do with the fact that we broke a mold. It's not about the love, romantic love, it's about familial love and the bond where even if you're opposites, you still fight for one another and you believe in one another and because you are bonded by this DNA. Um, and then with Elsa, I think she resonates so much because she has this complexity in her struggle. She's two different things, and she is a person who feels something inside, and she's afraid to let it out. I think that, not just for adults, but for kids alike, we all feel like that. It's, it's a very unique emotion that I don't think has ever been discussed. You discuss love, you discuss fear, but this emotion of I'm afraid to become who I am or who I'm supposed to be. You might be, be too much for somebody, especially as women, I think, that we really struggle with that. You know, it's just our power and our ferocity and what that is, and is it too much? And we're gonna push somebody away yeah. with that. And, and just really stepping into that light and owning that is something that, I mean, I struggle with all the time. So to be, to be role models for young girls and have this be our theme mm -hmm. is both a gift and a curse because I have to walk the talk and, you know, all the time and remind myself of the same things at my age that these little girls are struggling with. And owning the fact that different is beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. I love that. That's our time. But thank you so much.